Warning. What follows is a story of monsters, madness, and mayhem. I am Nick. I'm Zach. Welcome to Weird and Feared, a barely educational podcast about global folklore that aims to enlighten, entertain, and expand your world. At least that's the idea. That is the idea. Okay. I don't know how well we did. <laughs> well, hey, <laughs> let us know. Hey, yeah. Hey, okay. Or not. Do your thing. Good evening. Greetings. It's been a while since I... Salutations. Yeah, salutations and... I don't know what else to say with it. Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> congratulations. Cool. That's a normal thing. Yeah, salutations and congratulations. For what? I don't it know. don't matter. Yep. Well, it's been a while since I saw you last. Mm-hmm. Hope you had a good time in between episodes. Great time. Likewise. Mm-hmm. Just uh, enjoying myself, enjoying what I've got going on here. What do you got going on there? I feel pretty good about passion fruit. Do you? Yeah, I truly feel good about this passion fruit. Huh. A little plug. Because this seltzer is hard. Hmm. That's all I'm going to say about that. Are we going to get an endorsement now? Hey, truly hard seltzer. If you want to be endorsed at Weird and Feared, you can email us at weirdandfeardpodcast at gmail.com. And basically the point is you sponsor us, but we don't talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Truly. Yeah, truly. Makes a lot of sense. Anyways, that's a great way to start this show. Mm -hmm. But the point is you don't know what's, you truly don't know what's coming at you. Oh, man, look at these plugs. Man, we're getting that endorsement for sure. Oh, my God. Yeah. I hope so. I know it might be hard to believe. All right. But the point is I'm going to tell you a story. All right, lay it on me. All right, well, this story is literally a story, and it's got a lot of facts. When I last left you, you dealt with it a little bit talking about German immigrants. They just immigrated to Britain and helped invade the country, because everyone did. Yep. <laughs> but um, I hyped up a town last time we uh, you were in my presence. Yeah, it was in uh, Baltimore. It was Baltimore. So oh, it was Baltimore, because that is a town. It is a town. <laughs> it's true. Yep. It is a town. Truly is a town. It's truly a town. As much, it's not quite my passion. Now I'm ad ad libbing for flavors. <laughs> That's not how it works. Yeah, right. I right. can't think of a seltzer pun. Sorry, it's not. I got nothing. Okay. Mm-hmm. But the point is that um, Baltimore, Maryland, is full of many people of many ethnicities. Many people immigrated from across the um, old world, the new world, and settled in Baltimore. But I was focusing on a specific group last time. The Germans. The Germans. The Germans. So, a huge shout out to Wikipedia for this part. Mm -hmm. It's going to give me a little help here, telling you about German settlements in and around America heading into Baltimore. Okay. What are they doing in America? Let's find out. All right. Well, German immigrants began to settle along the Chesapeake Bay by 1723. 
living in the area that became Baltimore when the city was established in 1729. German Lutheran immigrants established Zion Lutheran Church in 1755, so that would go on to attract Pennsylvania Dutch settlers into the very region we're discussing. Early German settlers also established the German Society of Maryland in 1783 in order to foster the German language and German culture in Baltimore. So, the Germans are coming to the shores of the Americas. <laughs> Following the War of 1812 in North America, a wave of German immigrants came from the Palatinate, Hesse, Bavaria, and Bohemia. It said the, but that's probably how that it goes with the Palatinate. Again, of course, all areas of Germany. Now, they fled from Germany between 1812 and 1814 during the War of the Sixth Coalition. Not going to tell you about that, but I kind of want to know more about it. The last of the series of French Revolutionary Wars and the Napoleonic Wars in order to avoid military conscription into the Royal Prussian Army. So, they want to avoid that war. Because war is dangerous. Yep. Understatement. <laughs> yep. War is dangerous. Huh. Well, the port of Baltimore was developed as a gateway for immigrants during the 1820s and soon became the second largest gateway to America after New York City. You know, Ellis Island. Yep. Heard of it. Yeah. It's a familiar place. I think there's a lady on that island. I think she has a I think she's doing liberty stuff up there. I believe so. She may in fact be a statue. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. By 1850, 20,000 German-born people lived in the city. Between 1820 and 1860, Germans were the largest group of immigrants to Baltimore. This wave of immigrants created numerous German institutions, including banks, insurance companies, and newspapers. German immigrants also created a thriving German language press, including publications such as the Baltimore Wecker. Do you know what Wecker means in German from your nope. German semester? Nope. It means alarm. Huh. It says it here, so that's how I knew. Mm-hmm. Helps. Good. All right, but again, in- immigration from Germany increased again from the various revolutions of 1848 flaring up throughout Europe. Europe was in chaos. It's often in chaos. Uh, the fact that it's not in chaos now is actually a rarity, so hopefully we can keep it that way. <laughs> I'm, saying, I'm just saying, guys. Like this, this is the unusual point in history where Europe is peaceful. Mm-hmm. Let's keep it that way. Uh, bringing thousands of 48ers to Baltimore. Cute little term there. Uh-huh. By the time of the American Civil War, do you know about that? I've heard of it. Okay, I figured you would have. There were 32,613 German-born residents of Baltimore, not counting their American-born descendants or first generation along with the earlier wave of colonial <coughs> and pre-revolutionary era settlers. Many of these German immigrants were political and social liberals and free thinkers who had become politically active in opposing slavery, which at times attracted violent opposition from old nativists and Confederate sympathizers, rising eventually into the know-nothings, which was unusually strong in the old Lion state in the 1850s. Oh, Maryland's got a little bit of that going on. Well, luckily, none of that's going on today, so we're all right. During the Baltimore riot of 1861, the office of Baltimore Wecker, you know, the uh, newspaper I talked about, well, it was destroyed by mobs. And the publisher and the editor left the city due to violence. So there's a little turmoil here going on between the Germans and the others going on and the good old Baltimore. 
But the population of Germans continued to surge after the Civil War, um, basically due to the agreement signed on January 21st, 1867, between the Baltimore and Ohio Railroad and the Nordische Lloyd. Oh. <laughs> what? Are you all right? I just didn't know how to say Yeah, the Nordische Lloyd. Yeah, well, that was normal. Okay. A German steamship line which brought tobacco along with further German immigrants to the port of Baltimore from Bremen, Germany. German immigrants disembarked from the steamships at B&O's Pier, which was located at Locust Point. I see, this is why Wikipedia tells me things I don't necessarily need to know, mm-hmm. but it's cool. It's getting me to a point. It's getting me to a place. By 1868, one-fourth of Baltimore's 160,000 white inhabitants were German-born, and half of the remainder were a full or partial German descent. So, hmm. Germans coming to Baltimore. Yeah. Crammed into a nice little condensed Wikipedia paragraph because that's not what we're talking about today. Okay. But it's the point is Germans came to Baltimore. So while these immigrants had moved to the New World in order to improve their lives, some of them would encounter a creature that wished to end them. After all that... All that turmoil, all that travel across the Atlantic, hop in the pond. What would seek them out in the new world and try to annihilate them? Huh. Would you like to know about this creature? I would. All right, well. The creature that targeted these German settlers was described as half reptile, half bird, with a metallic beak lined with razor-sharp teeth. Okay. Occasionally with octopus-like tentacles. Have fun with that. Okay. You can imagine there's a lot of cool illustrations of that concept. Yep. Yeah, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It swoops silently from the sky to pick up and carry off its victims. The earliest stories claim that this monster sucked the blood of its victims. Mm. The settlers had a name for this creature, and it was the Schnellergeist. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Right. Okay. Or quick spirit, or ghost. Yeah, geist means ghost. I know yeah, that. It does. Hell yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. Other descriptions would add that it had enormous wings and a long pointed bill, claws like steel hooks, and an eye in the center of its forehead. It was described as making screeches like a quote locomotive whistle. Hmm. Huh. Mm-hmm. All right, the Schnellergeist. Like many ethnic immigrant names, the Schnellergeist name slowly transformed and morphed and kind of changed, became a little bit more Americanized, and it became the Schnellergaster. Uh-huh. You know about this guy? I've heard of him. Yeah, yeah. right? Uh-huh. Okay. Now, the stories of the Schnellergeister first showed up around 1730. Now, if you were to, um, if you were in fear of the Schnellergeister, I, Gaster, I am. Are you scared? Yeah. I mean, How do you feel? You know, out of all that whole it's description, a giant tentacle mm, robot mouth bird. All that combined, the scariest part is they emphasize that it's to me, anyways. There's a lot of scary in there. There's a lot of not yeah. good stuff. It's like some kind of Lovecraft beast of terror. Yep. I don't know what the like the tentacles. Are like, all right, man, now you're just having fucking fun here, right? Like you're just like, yeah, oh yeah, it's got tentacles. Why? Yeah. Why? Why? Why does it need? It's those? a bird with tentacles. And like some drawings, it's like connected to its body. Some it comes like out of its mouth to suck and pray. Like anybody who drew a drawing of the Snallygaster, which I hope to add myself to this 
vast array of talented artists one day mm-hmm. when I pen this creature, just having fun. Just horrifying. The imagery is insane. Yeah. But the steel hooks has claws. Because I just imagine like fish hooks going into your skin, Ugh. but giant ones. Like, yeah. Oh. And then I imagine they have the barb on the end. Like, why does it have that? Like you said, it's like a part robot bird. Yeah. That's fucked up. Mm-hmm. So. How does it get a metal beak? And he's got a metal beak. It's metal. Mm-hmm. He's some cyborg. Mm-hmm. Some punk, steampunk style cyborg killer beast monster. Cool. Uh-huh. Great. Fun. Well, evidently, in order to fend off the Stanley Gaster, some, I think it was called, I think I combined his names myself and called him the Stanley Geister a few times. Yeah, that's right. This is the Stanley Gaster, but you get the mm-hmm. idea. Kind of like Geister better, but, you know, Gaster. Mm-hmm. Americans, what can you do? People would paint heptagrams on their barns. Well, seven-sided septagrams. There's a lot of names. For, I found out there's a lot of names for a seven-sided star. Okay. But they would paint them on their barns, and he seemed to hate that. He stayed away, I guess. I didn't like it. Yeah, it's gaudy. Yeah, he's like, ah, not a fan. Yeah, look at me. I'm perfection. I'm beauty. Mm-hmm. Seven-sided star. Gross. Yeah. Dumb. Not Stupid. up to my, my surface. <laughs> 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 my sophisticated Euro-style flavors. I don't like this. This yeah. is bad. Mm. And then in the 1800s, the story, because that was 1700s, of course, um, the 1800s, the story was said to be revived. I'm not a fan of this because I don't know what was going, what kind of mental games, all these goddamn mental games here. It was revived to scare runaway slaves. Now, if you're fleeing literal slavery and some guy tells you there's a burr with metal hooks, I don't think, about, oh, I guess I'll be a slave. I mean, <laughs> like if, if you're honestly committed to like, if you've already, and it says runaway, so they've already yeah. escaped. Oh, I guess I'll go back home now. Yeah, no. no, no. where's Canada? That's where I'm going. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Where's that maple leaf, guys? Thanks. That's where I'm headed. Now, these stories would soon become legends and folklore. That, um, so, you know, it's been a while. Mm-hmm. That's the Stanley Gaster. But he's, it's dormant. There's not much to talk about. That is until March and February of 1909. Okay. When the Stanley Gaster returned, his attacks featured prominently in the area's newspapers. Really? Yeah. One article claimed, and I'm quoting, we'll get into it. I'm, I, have a, I have a beef to pick with this entire concept. Okay. We'll get there. Okay. Mm-hmm. But quote, claimed that a man had been seized by the winged creature, which proceeded to sink its teeth into his jugular and drain the body of blood before dropping it along the hillside. Thirsty. Thirsty. Like a juice box. Like a juicy human juice box. Mm-hmm. Little human juicy. Just crushed it. Yeah. Tossed it. And like an like a traditional old American. It's just litter. It's like <laughs> <laughs> by picnics over. Yep. It was seen by a brick burning kiln near Cumberland sleeping. After awaking. Of course it comes after sleeping. It let out a blood curdling scream before soaring off into the sky. It was also seen flying over a lover's leap near Hagerstown, along with mountains by Garland and Burkittsville. You're familiar with Burkittsville, right? No. <laughs> yeah, no. Me neither. Me neither. Nope. All right, well, the creature's exploits soon spread further. Castown, Ohio. A resident said that a strange creature had flown over him, making terrible screeching sounds. It had two wings, a large, horny head, and 20-foot-long tail. I'm assuming a horn. He's a horn. Horny. Yeah. 
He couldn't just look at his head and be like, that's a little horny to me. <laughs> I hope not. He's like, wow. Somebody's getting, something's getting snallygasted today. Jesus Christ. <laughs> his footprints were seen in New Jersey snow. Yeah. But where do the tentacles go? It's flopping around. <sighs> a West Virginian woman was almost snatched up by the beast. It was also said to have laid a giant egg in a farmer's barn. That can't be good. It was nearly the size of a barrel. What happened to it? I don't know. No one tells me. <laughs> I feel like that's a part of the story we need to know about. Yeah. Because we're seeing snally gasters being deposited upon the earth, and I would like to know what happens to them. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know if I'm, there's one nearby. I'm very concerned about these things. These things are very scary sounding. Yeah. According to legendsofamerica.com, the last sighting was in Frederick County in March. So all those things I read before kind of happened, they happened between February and March. The okay. s- well, these stories were published between February and March. Where three men fought the creature outside a railroad station for nearly an hour and a half before chasing it into the woods of Carroll County. I like that. I like thinking that it was uh, one guy was like, we fought it for almost an hour. And then the other guy's like, and a half. And a half. <laughs> yeah, it kept going. Yeah. Yeah, you started to. You know, you start to lose your steam, Samuel. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, Thomas. I was in the fight to the end, but it was an and a half, man. <laughs> and uh-huh. a half. That was vital time. I could have been at the bar drinking. Yeah. Because that's Not all, fighting that's this all anyone did. Right. Now, this is the beef I was getting to that I talked about earlier. Did a lot of Googling on the Stanley Gaster. Mm-hmm. And a lot of articles say things happened or say articles said. You know what I can't fucking find? The articles? The articles. The most frustrating part about piecing this beast together, to me, was not being able to find these original newspaper articles. you think they would be uploaded somewhere. Mm-hmm. It sounds like there's a breath of stories about this creature. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever anyone was doing, and we'll get to that, too. But it'd be nice to experience these first-hand, alleged first-hand accounts. Right. As opposed to, this said this, that said this. Now... Also coming across these articles, there's a common theme. There is a book that I had not purchased, but if I had more time to prepare this episode, I probably would have bought this book. Okay. Probably at least the Kindle. Mm-hmm. That's usually my go-to when I'm researching projects and like, oh, this book sounds like I really might. So like Kindle, four bucks? Okay, fine. Got it. Yep. All right. So well, this book um, that I had not purchased may contain these newspapers. Like they probably, he may have, this man who compiled this book, the guy who did the hard work, might have compiled these all together. The book is called Snallygaster, The Lost Legend of Frederick County by Patrick Boston. He was the common source for basically every article I could find, every modern article. And that's the thing, too. Like, everything's, you know, it's 2020. So as things were revealed about this creature, well, they've already been compiled and put together. Like, just this said this, this said that. The Internet is a blessing and a curse. Mm Mm-hmm. But so this was a problem people in the in the early 1900s did not have. So the, you know they were widespread. Right. They had access to the articles. Mm-hmm. They could read them. In the newspaper. Right. So these tales eventually reached the Smithsonian Institution. Mm-hmm. It's a very prestigious thing in America. Yep. Who were so infatuated with this creature, they issued a reward for its hide. Hell yeah. 
So it's still outstanding. They're encouraging. Um, I like to. I like to find out. Because if I see it, I'm shooting it. You better. And then I want to be able to get a reward. You better for kill it. it, man. You better kill it. And then last episode we talked about. I'm gonna have to get a gun. <laughs> <laughs> or just a very sharp knife. Got one. <sighs> All right. Just practice chucking it. <laughs> Aim for its one eye. Yeah. Probably knock it down a little bit, and then just punch got, it. Gotcha, bitch. Yeah, and then hit it with your car. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Tape your one knife to the front of your grill. Just there drive it into it. Yeah. Just reverse and just slowly stab it to death. As what? it sits on the ground, like, I can't see. It's like, now you're getting stabbed to death in my car. <laughs> you, ever been car you ever been car stabbed? Nope. <laughs> Get ready. Who's getting snally gassed tonight? <laughs> well, this means so many different things. Yeah. All right, well, so they they clearly, I'd like to believe they fully were serious. I think they were having fun. I'm going out on a limb here. Probably. But the point is, there's a creature that needs hunting. Yeah, I mean, the and Smithsonian, when they do get involved when these things get popular. Yeah, they make it, yeah, they want to get that, you know, social. I mean, they're looking for fact or fiction. Uh-huh. And they like the attention, promote themselves, mm -hmm. the, the serious learning they do. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's Washington. It's got the attention of, it's the early 1900s, it's Washington, and there is a fantastic creature that may or may not need hunting. Right. One high-ranking government official, even, well, it's been said that he has considered he even considered postponing a hunt in Africa. Oh, I know who this guy to is. Personally, I stalk got a good guess right now. And take down the beast. Who was he? Teddy. Yeah, <laughs> President Teddy Roosevelt. Of course he. Monster hunter. Yep. Enjoy that story in your head for now. Him hunting real monsters. I enjoy that. It's very cool. He's way more buff in my uh. Oh yeah. My thoughts about it. Oh yeah. He's like Arnold. Yeah, he's Arnold, but his face is Teddy. But it's Teddy. The mustache, the little glasses. Yeah. Uh -huh. He's like, you're gonna fucking die, Stanley Gasser. Mm -hmm. And like Stanley Gasser is something Teddy Roosevelt. Those were those that would have come out of his mouth. You're gonna fucking die, Stanley Gasser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. He's like, well, I get tired. You tired of living? <laughs> How do you feel about dying? I got a wall. I'm gonna put all your fucking tentacles on it. Yep. I'm going to make a fucking mattress out of your tentacles and sleep in them. I'm the Snallygaster Blaster. <laughs> President Teddy Roosevelt, the Snallygaster Blaster. <laughs> yep. I, I would watch that movie. Oh, my God. I want to be involved. Snally Blaster Gaster. Snally Gaster Blaster. Uh -huh. Can't even think straight. Wow. Well. That's out there. That's out there now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Snally Gaster Blaster. <laughs> Not only is this guy the Snally Gaster Blaster, he's President Theodore Roosevelt. And he says it with an Austrian accent for oh, some reason. Yeah, it just comes out. It just <laughs> creeps out of him. Oh, yeah. So after that, <laughs> our Snally Gaster was not heard of again. For another 23 years. Hmm. Initial sightings said that the bird was seen just below South Mountain in Washington County. Was the life expectancy of the Snallygaster 20 years? It did lay that egg. It did. 
and nobody watched it, so who and knows it, what happened to nobody it. Nobody knows. Like, oh, there's a big egg in here. Better uh, just keep this barn closed. Big as a barrel. Well, you better lock it up. Yep. Ah, he busts out of the roof whenever he hatches. Yeah. Tentacles and all. Well, some people thought so. Again, this stuff comes from articles I don't have the direct sources to. Mm-hmm. So, like, I maybe it's for the best I didn't purchase this book and read it because I would have plowed through it. I would have been amazed. And then I would have just probably wanted to read the whole book to you. And that would have just been the whole fucking book. Uh-huh. All right, well, the Middletown Valley Register wanted as accurate and as scientific descriptions as possible. The Stanley Gastro was no joke. Because it was mentioned 23 years earlier. Mm-hmm. Something might have happened in between there. We might get to that soon. But the point is, they want to prove this thing is a thing. People kept seeing the horrifying monster flying around. So, what happened to the Stanley Gaster this time around? Stanley Gaster 2, if we believe it's a second Stanley Gaster. Okay. Evidently, this beast was flying around. I don't like how I hyped that up. Evidently, this beast was flying around until it found itself over a moonshine still. And caught a thirst? Well, were the fumes and enveloped him and flooded his brain. So he got real fucking, we'll just say confused. Hmm. He's got fucking wasted, man. Mm-hmm causing it to plummet from above into the 2,500-gallon vat of alcohol beneath him. This is, you know, back in the time where you just have gats of things open to the atmosphere, I assume. Wild times. That's a lot of moonshine. Yeah, it is. You can just murder whole towns with that. Yep. Make them all go blind. They're all done. They're all, all, nobody can see a fucking Stanley Gaster now. (laughs) (laughs) Out of their fucking minds. The story continues saying that the revenue agents that showed up destroyed the alcohol and what was left of the creature. Why would they do that? They'd be like, well, there's some big fucking bird in here. It's got tentacles and I almost said testicles. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I don't want to know about the Snallygaster's testicles. (laughs) No, me neither. Isn't Snallygaster just another term for testicles? (laughs) My (laughs) Snallygaster's. I hope not. But uh, (laughs) but, yeah, Uh, yeah, they'd be like, well, there's the giant tentacle bird thing with a metal beak in here and it's full of goddamn illegal booze let's let's just destroy it all burn i figure somebody lit a match and just threw in the moonshine (laughs) (laughs) all right problems problem solved all right well well some guy's like you know there's a reward on that right (laughs) he's like shit is there anything left no man it's torched Nothing survives a good moonshine burn. Mm-mm. Oh, you're right. Not even the bones. Nah, man. Mm-mm. And don't expect to find those testicles <laughs> and tentacles. Yeah. All right, well, you know why he's never been seen since. And you know why? Do you know why he's never been seen again? No. Can you hypothesize? All right. Because that was the last one. Well. And he got burned up. Could be. In a moonshine incident. Now, every once in a while, I put you in these roles people live I imagine I invite you to live in, you know, my moonshiner in, now. And no, you're not. That Man. would be that would that'd that'd be fun. Be, well, if you were a moonshiner and you had a vat of 2,500 gallons of moonshine and a prehistoric <laughs> horrifying beast flew in and then the government came by and just burned it all. Hiya, how would you feel about that? I've I'd be very confused about a lot of things. I'd be like, I hope you guys are reimbursing me. Yeah. You, that's the guy who's like, you know, there was a reward for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, come on. Yeah, this is my doing. This is my property. Mm-hmm. Unless it wasn't burned and they took it somewhere. That's another. Mm. That's a separate conspiracy. But 
eventually, but I'd like to invite you to live in other people's shoes. Okay, yeah. So we're going to do this. We're going to pretend, okay? Uh-huh. All right. So, okay, pretend you're a newspaper editor in early 20th century America. I want pictures of Spider-Man. Okay. Well, this, the, he's a little, <laughs> it's not quite early. but Snallygaster. <laughs> Give me pictures of the Snallygaster. The Snallygaster actually works for you? <laughs> yeah. He wears glasses and you think he's a reporter? <laughs> yep. And he's like, oh, man, what would, he's like, uh, fuck, I was thinking of, I was trying to think of a different S name besides Sam for a guy. Got one? Nope. I mean, neither. <laughs> Sven Gooster? You always get such great pictures of the Snallygaster. Gary Gaster. Gary, Gary Gaster. <laughs> oh, Nally? Nelly? Nelson Gaster? Neil? Neil Gaster? There it is. <laughs> Neil that, Gaster. That's a reporter name. Yeah. yeah so, so Neil Gaster is like, he's like, Neil Gaster, you're always giving me these great pictures of the Snallygaster. Or Geister. Oh. Hmm. Neil Geister? Neil Geister. Neil Geister. Neil Geister, you always get such great pictures of the Snally Gaster. How is that possible? He's like, guys, tennis. <laughs> He's wearing a shirt with glasses. He's got a six foot metal beak. He's so large. He's like, I don't know. Oh, just, just the right place at the right time. Yeah, boss, it's just, hey, it's crazy. The newsies point me over here and I go take the picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, the newsies. Yeah, worry about those little kids selling papers. <laughs> Don't question me. I'm a giant killer beast inside of a trench coat, like a yeah. Ninja Turtle style, yeah. as always. The, the mustache nose and everything. Oh, man. It's, it's <laughs> Neil Geister, the undercover name for the Snally Gaster. All right. All right. So you're the newspaper editor, though. Okay. Yeah. And, you, uh-huh. and, and, and all right. So pretend and pretend the, the newspaper, it's called the Middleton Valley Register. Okay. I've already mentioned them. All right, pretend your name is George C. Roderick. Mm-hmm. That's your name in the situation. Imagine you have a reporter named Ralph C. Wolf. Now, let's say you're looking to increase your sales. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to give you some options. All okay. Right. These are your options. I choose my own adventure. Choose your own adventure, okay. Mm-hmm. Option A, use your resources to bring awareness to the mistreatment of workers of factories and big corporations. Nah. It's option A. Just saying, just hold your judgment. (laughs) Reserve your judgment. These are just your choices, okay? Okay. Option B, target politicians and crack open widespread government corruption. Again, option B. Mm -hmm. Option C, make up a monster. Or option D, Mm -hmm. befriend Teddy Roosevelt. Join him on adventures and publish what happens. I'm going to go with that one. Okay. Well, they didn't have that one. All right. I didn't think so. Which option did they go with? I'm going to guess C. They went with option C, and they pulled on old folklore legends, and they made up a monster. Excellent. That was my next choice. It's reported as a hoax. Hmm. And when I was looking something up, I came up with a... I found a term I never heard before, but I feel like we should have came across it a lot sooner. Okay. Because... Folklorists and people who study these kinds of things mm-hmm. consider this not folklore. Fake lore? Fake lore. Is that really the word? That's a word. Yes. I read it and I was like, that's too perfect. Fake lore. Yeah. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah, that's good. It's too good. Good job, guys. That's exactly what I would have called it, yeah. obviously. Right. Right. But anyways, if we're playing if games here, more pretend. The Stanley Gaster right. is real. Definitely. Man is its only natural enemy. Fact. 
right? Mm-hmm. Well, man of moonshine. I mean, I didn't. <laughs> he couldn't handle that very well. I didn't. But yeah, I mean, man, and the Stanley Gaster. Mm-hmm. Man is the only one who has his number, right? Mm-hmm. No. No. Not even close. He's other predators. The Snallygaster has a mortal adversary. And their date their battles date back to the very beginnings of Middletown Valley. Okay. The Snallygaster has an enemy. What's his who's the enemy? Its name. Is he the antagonist or is he just another I'm going to continue this little tale, and you get to decide that part. Okay. Because for all we know, these are two natural creatures that really exist, and they're just kaiju? going through nature stuff. I mean, <laughs> I mean, the fucking Stanley Gaster is an absolute kaiju. It is a kaiju. Like, magnify his his height by like 45%. And he could fight Godzilla. And he could fight. He would whip Godzilla's ass. Mm-hmm. The tentacles are a problem. Yep. And the hook claws. Because he's like eight Godzilla enemies in one. Mm-hmm. He's not good. I still think the big G could probably wipe him out because that's what he does. But, I mean, the Stanley Gaster would not. He's already part robot. Is he from Planet X? I don't fucking know. All right. But who's his enemy? Yeah, okay. He is the Dwayo. 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 D-W-A-Y-Y-O. Dwayo. Huh. Dwayo. I want to read it Dwayo, but it's not. There's no extra W. It's just Dwayo. Okay. All right, it's appearance. Uh-huh. Let's say you had an enemy of the Stanley Gaster. What do you think it would look like? You could I mean, I know it's Godzilla. A lot, it's a lot like, to <laughs> Yeah, he's a he's a sixty five story razor backed <laughs> Iguana thing. Iguana thing <laughs> that shoots radioactive waste out of his mouth. Of course it also seems like it could be uh in the Lovecraftian universe. So it's true. I don't know, maybe it's fucking Cthulhu. It's true. I mean it could be. Dwayo, that sounds like it could be in the Lovecraftian thing, too. I mean, this whole thing sounds like a thing. <coughs> also, good sentence by me just now. This, this whole thing, thing is a thing. <laughs> this whole thing sounds like a thing. Yeah. yeah. That is a thing. Yeah. yeah, okay, well, this is what his appearance? Yeah, lay it on me. All right. Wolf-like. Hmm. Bushy tail. Dark fur. Also, man-like. With a man stance. Man stance. Man stance. Standing approximately six feet tall. What? This is what he is. This thing is going to fight the Snallygaster? So that kind of makes me think that Dwayo is like fucking tough. Mm-hmm. Because if he can fight this thing, even the ten- a tentacle should be able to take this out. Yeah, because this thing was just picking up German immigrants. Right. Like nothing. Right. And this whole story, does not mention that the Dwayo is quite a werewolf creature. They don't specify that. They specify it's it's a it, wolf that stands like a man, though. It's it's like yeah. a no. It's a it's a it's a werewolf. But <laughs> it's is it has it ever been a man? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. But the first mention of the name Dwayo comes from a sighting in 1944 in West Middleton, Frederick County, Maryland. These are compiled from a variety of websites. Witnesses heard the creature make frightful screams, and there were footprints attesting to the claims of the sighting. However, this tale did not come to prominence. Newspapers. They publish things. They do. And the Frederick Post News Post on November 27, 1965, had this account of the creature. Near the woods of Gambriel State Park, John Becker, this may or may not be a fake name, I don't 
anyways, went out in his yard to investigate a strange noise. Do you still do that if you hear a strange noise? You walk outside? I do, yeah. Do you? Yeah. I usually open my window. Oh, I just go out there. Okay. Oh, it's ballsy. I like that. Usually I hear a crazy noise and I know it's like a coyote killing Well, something. I mean, if I know, if it sounds like a coyote, I but if it's typically un- know that. But if it's unknown, you're like, what is that? Well, like today, I, there was a big thud on my house. And oh, I was geez. like, and I stuck my head outside. That's fair. It was uh, snow drifting off the the kind of tiered nice. roof and hitting. Mystery solved. It was melting. Yeah. But for that brief moment, there was a mystery. Yeah. And John Becker wanted to solve his mystery. And he st- it was getting dark, and he started. He had started back to the house. So he walked outside, went to go back in. When he saw something moving toward him, mm-hmm. it was as big as a bear. Had long black hair. So is it a bear? Had long black hair, a bushy tail, and growled like a wolf or a dog in anger. Mm. As it got closer, it stood up on its hind legs and attacked him. Becker fought the creature until it ran into the woods, leaving him, his wife, and children in horror. So imagine, like, pretend here, you're like, you know, you have family, Mm -hmm. or you're any member of this family, and, like, dad walks outside. Yeah. And then, like... And you hear fighting and screaming. And and the whole family comes outside, and dad's attacking this giant, battling this monster. Like, what the fuck, dad? (laughs) What is going on here? Yeah. And he's battling him off. Anyways, designed to remain anonymous under the alias John Becker, he mm-hmm. filed a report with local state police telling of an attack by a mysterious monster that he called the Dwayo. I don't know if he just named yeah, it that. Yeah, did he just come up with that? Don't know. I can't, I can't, I don't know. I'd like to, maybe he did. Or was it like maybe an old Native American word Yeah, it's always something? Yeah, it's always easy to go back to that. It's something that he heard somewhere or that, yeah. you know. He was like, I don't know, we were fighting. The, it just told me, I'm Dwayo. <laughs> Beware, I'm the Dwayo. And then he just ran away. Yeah. I feel like if this thing was actually fighting him, he would not have survived. Yeah. Unless it chose, like, it let him live. He's like, maybe it, maybe it walked up to him and it was like, greetings, I'm Dwayo. And he was like, like, oh, you monster. Get the fuck it, out of here. He's like, I just, just wanted to say hi. I'm a new neighbor. <laughs> yeah. just, moved in in the yeah. woods. <laughs> like, oh, no, I I was going to bring my kids over, see if your kids wanted to play. Yeah. <laughs> and you just beat the fuck out of me with your fists. Yeah. Jesus, man. I'd go tell the police, but they're human. I went to Wayo. <laughs> they weren't kind of me at all. Now, we're getting into things we're more used to. Mm-hmm. You know, once things start getting published, people start to take notice. And people start to get excited by a monster. Mm-hmm. Are they going to act stupid? Probably. Well, the newspapers got letters and calls. Now, quote, sensing a good story, Frederick, uh, quote, sensing a good story, Frederick News Post reporter George May wrote a series of articles on the monster, and soon newspapers throughout the area were carrying the story. These articles spawned a rash of calls and letters to the newspaper, ranging from the absurd to the furious. The county treasurer's office received an application for a Dwayo license, from a quote John Becker accompanied by the one dollar fee. Ooh. The license was issued and mailed in care of George May. Frederick News Post. The Frederick newspapers also reported other sightings, and an Adamstown, Maryland woman called the paper and insisted that, quote, this trash about the Dwayo be stopped. 
She said her daughter was being treated for a nervous condition because of all this talk about the Dueyo. Several hunters saw a strange black beast roaming the woods. An Ellerton, Maryland Route 17. Now, they were just hunters. They weren't exactly, perhaps, hunting the Dueyo. An Ellerton, Maryland Route 17 woman reported that residents of the area had heard something cry like a baby and scream like a woman. (laughs) 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 Wow. For several months. Holy shit. I thought when I read this before, I thought it was like minutes. So just for months, there's this baby and women shrieking. Yeah, oh, what? See, is, is someone hurt? Is there a woman? You waited being, how long to make yeah, this phone seriously, call? Is there a woman or child being tortured like four houses down from you? Go investigate. Yeah. A Jefferson, Maryland woman said that she saw a strange dog-shaped animal about the size of a calf. Oh, there's a cow comparison. Chasing some cows <laughs> on a farm near her home. Uh-huh. However, investigations by local and state police turned up nothing substantial on the John Beck, uh, Becker Dueyo story. By mid-December, the story started to fade. Looks like it never quite erupted into a full-fledged mess. It was getting there. It was getting close. Over the next 20 years, a werewolf-like creature would be seen in the area. Each witness, uh, each witness described an eerily similar creature. There's a lot of these. And these sightings can be read at phantomsandmonsters.com. Lon Strickler. Mm-hmm. So, have the Stanley Gaster and the Dueyo been locked in a centuries-long battle between good and evil? Or are, are both of these beasts pure evil and humanity is just locked in the crosshairs? Or are they just animals that exist and this is what happens? I mean, this is what you were mm-hmm. playing with earlier. Like, what, what is the dynamic here? Who's good? Yeah. Who's evil? What's happening? Yeah. Is there a dynamic? I mean, there's some dynamic in someone's mind. But if these things were roaming Maryland, are they just parts of nature? Or are they <laughs> something more? Yeah. All right. Now... We've talked about a lot of creatures. We've talked a lot about a lot of monsters. Mm-hmm. We've talked about a lot of phenomenons. Mm-hmm. Some of these towns decide to embrace these creatures. Yep. There is the Mothman Festival, mm-hmm. Point Pleasant. The lizard v- monster of Bishopville has a festival. The uh, Nain Rouge of Detroit has a whole celebration. Mm-hmm. And we know there's more. The Hodag of Rhinelander. The Hodag of Rhinelander, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, eventually, when someone wakes up and realizes what they have on their hands, Mule Day of Enfield in Illinois mm-hmm. will have a huge connection with the Enfield horror, mm-hmm. and I would like that to be a thing. Yep. I have to contact the whoever works in their government or their party planners. <laughs> like, hey. Guys, come on. You need to talk to the party planning committee. You want people to come to Southern Illinois? Mm -hmm. Let's do a thing. Mm -hmm. All right. This is from InsideHook.com. For centuries, the people of Frederick County, Maryland, have been terrorized, or so legends say, by a large winged beast called the Snallygaster. Part reptile, part bird. I like saying it that way. The Mm -hmm. Snallygaster. The Snallygaster is said to live deep within the caves of South Mountain, only coming out at night to steal livestock and small children from unsuspecting local farmers. 
again, stuff like this makes me want those newspaper articles mm-hmm. because there's probably good little nuggets in there that most people reading might not appreciate as much, but those details would get me very excited. Yep. All right. Now, whether the legend is true or not, the terrifying beast was Gray Engert's inspiration for the name of his popular DC beer festival, Snallygaster. Interesting. Coming to shut down four city blocks of Pennsylvania Avenue this weekend, October 12th, it was last year, so Mm -hmm. maybe this next October. For the eighth year, Snallygaster is, quote, the district's beastiest, beastliest Mm -hmm. beer festival. Nice. Festival goers can expect truly unlimited pours of 400 different brews from over 150 domestic and international producers. This year, Engert tells Inside Hook that there will also be wine and low ABV cocktails available, as well as food trucks, musical performances, and a retail area. Interesting. So we've added I a lot of that. we've added a lot of dots on the map to go to. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I would lo- I want to go to DC eventually, and like we'll be right around there. And what better time to go? Against the Snallygaster time. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, I'm here to take in all the local American historic sites and feel proud as an American, and I want some beer at the Snallygaster. It's fair. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. But yeah, so that sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. But, like, think of the Snallygaster. Mm-hmm. We have been. Yeah. For a decent chunk of time. Mm-hmm. If you were... I mean, this sounds like... This sounds like an insult, but it's not meant to be one. Like a monster by committee. Mm-hmm. Or like, imagine if you had like a dartboard with a bunch of, this seems like a, I think I want to make this, this is just spitballing right now, some kind of monster game mm-hmm. where you have like a dartboard or some kind of chart or something that, or a random spinner with a bunch of different monster attributes. Build a beast. And you have to build a beast. Mm-hmm. And then, and like maybe even part of the spinner or you have separate wheels and the different wheels attach lore to the creature. So, like, the game would be you would involve different types of... You'd basically build your own monster, mm-hmm. and then you'd have to have your monster fight your other opponent's monsters. And this is... There's a game called... A game's called Super Fight, where basically you draw cards, and you basically... It's basically the same concept, mm-hmm. but without the lore part. So, you draw random attributes. Like, you draw a noun, and then you draw attributes for this character, and then, like, they fight. And then, like, the group has to talk about... Basically, if you have enough people involved in the game, mm-hmm. like you like, it's basically like an argument. I say why you're, I can kick your monster's ass. You'd say why your monster would kick my monster's ass. But it's not just monsters like characters. It can be historical figures, but they have superpowers or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the group basically votes on who. So it's like a democracy, which can build a lot of animosity between friends <laughs> when they make fucking bad decisions. Mm-hmm. But that kind of concept turned into like the spinner, which makes it different than the cards. And then, but I guess cards, you have more choices, so there's that. But the point is to build a random monster and then make up its lore and then before have its lore forced upon you, then be involved in like a role playing battle game. I think that's some kind of a cool thing. And the Stanley Gaster, I mean, it's got wings, it's got a metal beak. Why does it have a metal beak? Yeah, that's the part that really throws me off. It's because it's that, that's like a more modern type, it's an organic creature, but its beak is made of metal. What? Uh-huh. That sounds like a spinner. It's like, oh, I guess he's got a metal beak now. Yep. He's got wings. Oh, he's got tentacles out of his mouth. It's totally <laughs> random. It makes uh-huh. no sense. So I feel like there's some kind of merit to that. That might be a fun just thing, even if it's weird and feared, something to mess with. But that idea, because like, I mean, if you were just gonna piece out a random monster, like, what random attributes would you give it? 
Like just off the top of your head, it's like random nonsense. You almost would get wrapped up thinking about it. Right. Because you'd want to make it make sense or make sense in a not making sense Like I wouldn't way. throw anything metal in there because it's not organic. Right. So like how, how random can you make it? And then like, oh, who's this? And then like in this fighting situation, oh, who's this mortal nemesis? A six foot tall werewolf. <laughs> what? Why? I don't know. They just the way you used to ride them. They hate each other. Oh, see, now we're getting some mm. good stuff. Mm-hmm. See? See? And then so did the Stanley Gaskers gain sentience? Or did they how did they rebel against their masters? They were yeah, they were slaves. So they rebelled against their slave masters. Mm-hmm. Slave master werewolves. Yep. Of the Stanley Gasters. Yep. They would use these beasts. They were probably capable of doing many tasks. They weaponized them by giving them metal beaks. Oh fuck. And then they then they did, was there one Stanley Gaster amongst the group who like was like their leader? He's like the like the the thinker. He's like we're being oppressed. This isn't who we're meant to be. Mm-hmm. We can be better than this. Yeah, we don't have to be weapons of war. Or like did the did different Dueyos have hordes of Stanley Gasters and they would have them fight each other? And as they were fighting on the front lines, they realized like we're more alike than our commanders. We should be friends. <laughs> and then they united. Maybe. And then they waged war against their masters, the Dueyos. Mm-hmm. And the Dueyos were like, oh, shit, this is serious. Yeah. I don't have tentacles in my head. And then, and then Dueyo moved into John, next to John Becker. And that's how he found out about him because he went to introduce himself. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He got like, his ass kicked. It's like, shit, I got beat up by a human? Jesus, I cannot. There's no way we're going to beat these Stanley Gasters. Yeah. Got to find their eggs and smash them. There's one in that barn. Yeah, get in there. We can't let these humans leave these eggs around. Mm-hmm. Maybe they ate their eggs and made the biggest omelets. Ooh. There's a lot here. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to talk about. But if there was some kind of game where you would make up like a cryptid and then have it battle and then make up the lore, the lore part would be the different part. Because mm-hmm. it would combine sort of role-playing stuff, but like not. So it makes it a unique, there's a whole separate aspect of like the creature's history. and. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a whole thing there. Could be. Gets me excited. Yeah. Things to talk about. The Snallygaster Blaster. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> and somebody just becomes Teddy Roosevelt as a monster. Mm-hmm. Teddy's like, I've absorbed all the powers of all the animals I've killed. What? <laughs> you're a buffalo? <laughs> with lion's teeth? Uh-huh. Oh, my God. You're fast as a cheetah? I can't deal with this. And you got little wings like a dodo? Why do you think he, they call him the bull, bull moose? God, he was both of those things. Because he, he, they were his first kills. <laughs> one was a bull and the other one was a moose. Oh, my God. I just, oh or just a God. male moose, I guess. <laughs> oh, man. He absorbed it. He did. Now I imagine I imagine Teddy involved in a battle like the Mandalorian, how he got his symbol. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. You were the bull moose. Fair. I've earned this now. You've earned your sigil. <laughs> Since I grew this mustache, nobody's seen me without it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I can't remove it. Oh, I can't. No, then I can never. Then I can no longer be the bull moose. Well, that was fun. That <laughs> could continue to be fun. It, yeah, it's probably still will be. Yep. But yeah, Stanley Gaster versus the Dueyo and that whole type of thing. I thought you may have mentioned the Stanley Gaster in your Fearsome Critters episode. I think I did. It feels like a thing you would have come across. But I know we got hung up on the Hodag and in a good way, not a bad way. Hung mm-hmm. up is a positive thing. And a few of the other creatures. But I forgot how much you got into it. And I didn't have the time to go back and revisit. So if some of that's been retreaded, I apologize. But no, I just remember mentioning it. I don't. Because it was one of those creatures that was clearly as a hoax and was made up. Yeah. But. Oh, well. 
If you've got stories about monsters you've battled, you can email us at weirdandfreepodcast at gmail.com, and we're on all the social medias, the Facebook and the the IG, the good old Instagram. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, if you want to kind of, without a phone, you can call us by going to anchor.fm slash weirdandfeared and leaving us a voice message. That exists. Yeah, that is so, a fun option. Yeah, Patreon. Nobody's done it yet. You could be the first. Be the first. Be the inaugural one. Just don't make me call in to my own show. Because I might want to do that. <laughs> He's like, hey, yeah. hey, Zach, I'll play you this thing. Like, you could have just told me that. Yeah. <laughs> Why you, you... you had to bring that over to show me what you <laughs> sent to us. <laughs> Why did you do that? I'm oh, just having fun. Yeah. Just feeling weird. Mm-hmm. Just feeling spooky. And I plan to stay that way. Yeah. Because that's what we do here. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we stay spooky, guys. We do. Stay spooky. All right, stay spooky. You bunch of snallygasters. <laughs> what? Snallygaster blasters. <laughs> Snallygaster blasters. Yeah, hunt them dead. Kill them all. All right. All right, bye.